Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
what a fantastic record. Sandra Wright, of course, and the single release from the album that very nearly never was. It was recorded in 1974, just as stacks were starting to fall apart. Never got any uh, marketing or uh, promotion and fell by the wayside, went unreleased until the guys at Demon Records came along, 89 was it, 91, and uh, released the Wounded Woman album. If you ever get a chance of picking that up, I strongly suggest that you do because there's not a bad track on it. It's all gold. Fantastic. I'm Eddie Crampton. This is two hours of 70s soul funk and disco. Tonight's featured artist and celebrity chat is none other than Jesse James. He's got a whole lot to tell us about at 20 past the hour, including including brand new music. In fact, it's that new that it's uh, probably a world first play. So, uh, yeah, look forward to that around about 20 past the hour. Uh, right now, then, we've got the mob. We've got Donna McGee on the way, but this is uh, the wonderful Walter Jackson. <laughs> Down. 
fresh under the weather Whenever I'm on the ground I need someone to get me together And I did everything about you And I want to say that I can't live without you Even a game of charade went 
interviewee on this very show, the lovely Donna McGee with a, a remastered version of a song, that uh, a much longer song that appeared on her 1978 album um, that's called It Ain't No Big Thing of course, originally by Personal Touch who were one of Patrick Adams' studio bands, a bit of a faceless band just session musicians, but I tell you what Patrick Adams certainly was the master of all things disco, wasn't he? Bless him. I've got a jazz artist doing soul music in just a moment in the form of Sarah Vaughan right now, this is a great sing-along song from Marvin Gaye. Mother, mother There's too many of you to cry Brother, brother, brother There's far too many of you die you know we've got to find a way To bring some loving here today Father, Father We don't need to escalate You see, war is not the answer For only love can comprehend You know we've Don't punish me with brutality Talk to me so you can see
Sound of Sarah Vaughan on the mainstream label out of New York City. Do you know I was first introduced to the mainstream label when I bought an Alice Clark LP? Fabulous album if you've never heard it. There's some great, great songs on there. Right up my street, I thought, I need to find more out about this label because if they can produce this quality of music, they must have something else behind it. Um, but by and large, it was primarily a jazz record label, hence why Sarah Vaughan was on the label, of course. Massive jazz icon. And um, having a flick through. She obviously did a little bit of crossover into the soul spectrum. So uh, there we go. From 1974, I Need You More Than Ever Now, Sarah Vaughan. Now then, next record up. It's the fantastic Mr. Jesse James with an absolute modern soul dance floor filler. And then we've got him on the line. Do you want a love affair? Hmm? Don't you think it's about time we had some fun? Oh, work and no play. 
is no good for anyone. Do you want a love affair? Maybe. Oh, come on over here and in a while. Let me take the load off of your mind. What's your sign? What? What's my sign? sound of jesse james and live on the line i've got the man himself jesse welcome to england oh good to be here <laughs> <laughs> lovely now one thing that's always intrigued me jesse is um your real name is james mcclelland how did you come to get your stage name uh, a guitar player i was coming to uh, a club and i wanted to sing and uh he he couldn't actually pronounce my name right, so he right. just said, oh, I'm going to call you Jesse James. <laughs> so I get up on the stage and I sing, so the people liked me. and uh, So the name just stuck. Everybody started calling me that. So uh, 
even my family calls me that. So <laughs> that, that's how I got the name. Fantastic. The rest, as I say, is history. But you've been singing pretty much all your life, haven't you? I mean, you started singing oh, in church yeah. at, what, four years old? Oh, yeah, man. I've been singing all my life. From what I can gather, you sang pretty much all the way through school and formed yourself a band, didn't you? Yeah. Can you tell me about the Royal Aces? Yes. Yeah, the Royal Aces. That's uh, Sly Stone was my guitar, one of my right. my guitar players. And, uh, uh, you know, through friends, and we started a group because groups became very big back in the day. Uh-huh. So we all started standing up at, at, at waking up folks at night, and people would holler out the window, get away from me, i got to get up and go to work in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> We're out on the street corner singing. So, yeah, I did that. Mm-hmm. Oh, great stuff. I mean, but um, I say you went from street corner into the recording studio, didn't you? Because you got a recording contract with... Um, was it Shirley Records? Shirley Records. Shirley Records, yeah. yeah. through Jimmy McCracklin. Oh, okay. Jimmy McCracklin was with uh, uh, Ron Badger, who owned the company. And uh, Jimmy McCracklin, he was uh, going with my aunt at the time. Mm-hmm. And she told him I could sing. So uh, he brought some songs over one day and had me go through them. And so then he went to Ron and said, look, let's put him on record. And that's what they did. Wow. But your follow-up records, you were um, listed as being a solo artist. What happened to the Royal Aces? Well, they disbanded later on down the road. You know, after we all graduated from high school and everybody kind of went their separate ways because at that time it didn't look like we were going to do anything big. Uh But I wanted to keep going, so that's what I did. Yeah, lovely. And you had quite a good stint at Shirley as well, didn't you? What drove the... um the, the decision to move to 20th Century Fox, was it because it was a larger concern? Well, a, a guy, I was singing at a club one night. Uh, he was with 20th Century Fox, and they came up to put a concert on with the Temptations right. in my area. So that night they came to the club, which was very popular on this particular night. So uh, I was there with the Whispers and uh, yeah. myself at the club. Uh-huh. So anyway, uh, he sent a message to the owner that he wanted to talk to me after I got off stage. And, uh, you know, the girls were screaming for the whispers, so I was wondering why he wanted to talk to me. (laughs) So I told this story a bunch of times. I asked him once he came in the dressing room and said he wanted to sign me to 20th Century Fox. Mm -hmm. I said, but wait a minute. I said, everybody's hollering for the whispers. I mean, you know. Why aren't you trying to sign them? He said, at that time, it was four of them. Yeah. He said, uh, they're four headaches and you're only <laughs> you're one. You're just one. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Well, I mean, you did the right. And at that time, I had, I had did Believe in Me, Baby, which was on the radio uh-huh. there when he came up and it was really taking off. And so he got the record and all that and signed me to 20th Century Fox. Yeah. Well, I mean, your first record, you say Believe in Me Baby, did really rather well for him, didn't it? Got 42 on the Billboard chart, sold 50,000 copies in a fortnight. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes, very good. Mm -hmm. Love some more of that. Where did Hit Records come into it? Well, Hit Records was, uh, at that time, he was my manager. Right. And he he had a record shop. And uh, so after Believe in Me Baby came, we got on uh, uh, 20th Century Fox, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we started getting the, 
the money wasn't coming in right, yeah. you know? I've heard this story before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, he decided, he said, I'm going to start my own company. Mm-hmm. We got a record going. They, they, one thing they've done, they made the record a hit. So, hey, let's, let's, uh, they don't want to pay us right. Yeah. Let's move on. Let's so ride that wave. That's what he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You you were billed as Jesse James and the Dynamic Four. Who who were the Dynamic Four? Were they more friends or were they the house band? Yeah, they they were my band at the time. Right. Uh, actually, the band leader is one of the guys who are responsible for me actually uh, singing with them. They needed a singer, and uh, he he knew I sang, and the one they had had quit. So he asked me would I join the band, and so I did. And at the time. They were the band on Believe in Me Baby. Mm-hmm. I see. So, yeah. and they, But then after Believe in Me Baby took off, the company only wanted to promote me. Right. You see? <laughs> so they started a little rift between <laughs> me and the band. Yeah, can you imagine that? You know, that because happened. I wanted to keep them, mm-hmm. you know? So that's well, what happened. Yeah, well, I mean, um, your short stint at Hit, you did 245s, and then 20th Century came knocking again, didn't they? Yeah. Because what happened was the guy who actually signed me to 20th Century Fox, uh, they were going to fire him. Right. And But my records started, it sold so much in a short bit of time, so they gave him a, a new job. Mm-hmm. He was president of R&B Music at 20th Century Fox. Oh, right. Love that. <laughs> yeah, so he said, okay, we're going to get, you know, uh, Jesse, too. I want, he comes with me. And he would take me to MCA when he left 20th. He went to MCA, and then he came back to 20th again. And everywhere he went, he would take me. I was in the deal. Lovely. Lovely. So you uh, got an album deal out of him as well, didn't you? Right. Mm -hmm. Yes, I did. Um, You went on to uni uh, shortly after. That's a very respected label across in the UK. Turned up some great artists like Marvin Holmes, Garland Green, Betty Everett, Pat Hamilton, Mm -hmm. Neil Diamond even. Did you? What was oh, it yeah, like? well, the what? guy uh, that I'm telling you about, Jose Wilson, was his name. Mm-hmm. He he was responsible for bringing most of those people over to MCA. Right. Mm-hmm. What, what was it like? Because MCA is a big corporation. Did you get to meet the other stars? It can't have been quite the family feel I mean, that uh, it was. Y- yeah, we did. We talked and all that, you know. Uh, but uh, at that time, you know, the the business guys did not want the artists around. Right. Too much, you know, because right. they were doing a lot of underhanded stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they might get caught there. <laughs> so they wanted, to, right? Yeah, so they wanted to keep everything secret. So uh, we would only go to like the parties and stuff. And I remember uh, Barry White. I went to his one, oh, yeah. first million dollar check <laughs> 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 when he first got his first platinum. Because this guy that was managing me also worked with Barry White. Right. He wow. promoted Barry White's record into a million seller. He was quite popular, this guy, Jose Wilson. Mm-hmm. He, I, I tell you, he knew everybody, and uh, he was the top promotion man at that time. Right. And that's, I mean, people like that are very handy to know, aren't they? Because you set your own record label up very shortly after, didn't you, Zia? Yeah. Yeah, I did. He, he did. He started his own company, and like I said before... It was everything he did. I was in the deal. Mm. So after he left 20th Century Fox, a roulette records gave him 
a deal. Right. And he, well, he was able to start Zay Records. Right. And I had recorded a record on my own called Don't Nobody Want to Get Married. Yeah. And so that was in the deal. Uh-huh. So uh, so that's, uh, you know, because Roulette, they like the record. They say, okay, we're going to start off with this and all that. You know, a lot of stuff happened anyway. But anyway, that's how Zay Records was started. Right. And I say, you, you mentioned Don't Nobody Want to Get Married. That did really rather well on the R&B chart, didn't it? 18? Yeah. In 1970? Yes, it did. Yeah. Well, yeah, that Don't Nobody Want to Get Married. A married record. I, I got to look short, very minute story. To tell you. Right. When I took it, when I took it to the record shop in my little town where I live, and uh, uh, the guy put it on, and there was a couple in in the record store. Right. And after it came on, it started off with "Don't nobody want to get married," <laughs> and the lady said, "Oh no, no, we don't want that. Let's go, honey. Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was I, I will never forget that as long as I live, man. That was very funny because the record was, I guess she was trying to marry the guy. Or mm-hmm. she, they were married or whatever, yeah. but she didn't want him hearing that. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> oh, man, uh, it was funny. I yeah. And then shortly after, you went back to 20th century again. Yeah, because the guy in... Um, Fox, they were real good friends. Uh, and then Barry White kept bringing him yeah. back because he had promoted Barry so well, and they were real good friends. Yeah. So Barry said, well, hey, man, bring him back. So he always had a place to go to. Yeah, lovely. 20th Century Fox. Well, mm-hmm. I, mean, uh, I mean, across in, I can't speak for America, but across in the UK and Europe, you're probably best known for one of the 45s you did at 20th Century called uh, If You Want a Love Affair. What can you if tell you me about that? Love Affair. Yeah, what can you tell me about that? Well, I, I went to uh, Chicago to do an album. That's the album I think mm-hmm. we were talking about early on. Yeah. And that was part of the album. And uh, in fact, the emotions, they were All on. Right. Uh, some of the tracks too that we did. Mm-hmm. Right, I see. So uh, that's that's how that came about. Right. Um, so through the seventies and eighties, you went to uh, a few minor um, labels: Happy Fox, Rooster Records, Midtown. Uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then? which was uh, I got beat by all those. <laughs> <laughs> and then you went to I was, I was with them in name only. Oh right! Oh, I see. Um, you went mm-hmm. to TTED Records. Weren't they um, set up by a, a hip-hop band called Trouble Funk? Am I right in thinking it was Dyke Edwards, Taylor and Tony, is what TTED stands for? Uh, oh, I, you know, I don't remember that. All right, uh, um, an album called Take One to mm-hmm. No One. Takes One and... Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, Takes One to yeah. No One. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't really have a whole lot to do with them, period. My mm-hmm. manager kind of dealt with them or whatever he yeah. dealt with oh, before, I, see. I, I don't know. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you sort of like sent the music in and they, they just did what they did. and uh, Yeah. Right, I see. Yeah, I mostly did the music thing uh, and, and handed it over when I finished yeah. it to him. Right. Well, That's that must have been nice worked. because uh, it means if they weren't over, overbearing and hands-on, they gave you uh, full artistic licence. So that's got to be a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the, well, you know the music industry. Mm, yes. Yes. Right. Moving swiftly on, you went to uh, Gun, you went to Gunsmoke Records in 1988, and uh, a song that I can do bad myself. Very successful. Sold over yeah. a million copies, and I'm really not surprised. 
Well, yeah. Well, that one, I, that label, I started on my own. I, oh. I, after, I, after I had been through uh, so many record companies and yeah. all my invoices came back zero. Yeah, you only get robbed so many times, can't you? Yeah. So I said to myself, if I'm going to be broke, <laughs> let me break me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I started my own label and spent my own money. And all the albums that I've done up to this point, I've done myself. Lovely, lovely. Um, right, now then, in 2012, uh, a collection of previously unreleased recordings came out on Dave Weldon and the late John Anderson's Soul Junction Records. Uh, yes, yeah. yes. Dave is a good friend of mine mm. uh, over there. Yeah, nice we man. We still talk yeah. today and uh, all that. Yeah, I'll tell you what I remember. Let me just tell you a little story. I remember we've got friends around for cars and we were listening to a late night radio uh, show and all of a sudden I heard of your version of Sharon Ridley's I Can Feel My Love Changing played on this uh, station. It absolutely stopped me in my tracks. I had to buy the LP there and then you know, online and when it came, I was astounded to find out you wrote it. <laughs> Yours was the yes, original. I and uh, I sure did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful record. I sure did. And the guys who uh, was the musicians, uh, Harvey Mason, mm-hmm. I didn't know, like I said, at this time, I was basically doing the music and all the business stuff was done by my manager. And uh, they tried to take the publishing and, uh, you know, all these yeah. games yeah. people play. Yeah. And uh, so. Anyway, that happened, but yeah. you know. So yeah, but I wrote the song. Did, did. You, did you write it specifically for Sharon, or was it something that you was able to pass on later? No, no, no. I, it was just me I wrote it for, but mm-hmm. then uh, these guys gave it to other artists. Mm, right, I see, I see. Um, since, since, they, since they wanted to control some of the publishing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes, you said, yeah. Um, so talking of, um, we're talking about collaboration, of course, with uh, featuring Millie Jackson. You're also in the studio with Jeannie Tracy at the moment, aren't you? What can you tell me about that? She's lovely, isn't she? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeannie is a sweetheart. Bless uh, her. She, she was... She was on some of my earlier records. She did the background, Just Don't Feel the Same. Uh, Jeannie is so good at that. Mm. You know, I, I just I just love her. Yeah. She is, you know, I get her whenever I need some backgrounds. I'm going to call Jeannie. If she ain't too busy, she'll come and do it for me. Lovely. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that Jeannie's coming across to the UK next year to do a couple of performances. Have you got any plans to come over anytime? <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't know. You know, Dave has brought me over a couple of times. Yeah. So I don't know uh, if he's going to do it again. Uh, and I haven't asked him because of you know the pandemic stuff. Yes. Yeah. All came well, it's about, all, it's so. all calmed down now over here. Everybody's yeah, back so, to normal. So I may I may see if he want to bring me over. Uh, whoever want to bring mm. me over, I love coming over there. I really do. Fantastic. Um, mm. Well, I mean, you're obviously keeping yourself busy. Where can people keep up to speed with your news? Do you have a website or a Facebook page or anything like that? Yes. Yeah, I have a. I do have a website. You know, GunsmokeJesseJames.com. Mm-hmm. I have a, a Facebook page and all that. You know, smashing. I, I got. I try to keep uh, everything that keeps you, you know, keeps your name keeps you visible, yeah, like that. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. And um, one of the songs that you sent me over in the week called What Happened to the Ooh Wee, what a great record that is. Is that about to be released? Uh, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's going to be one of the songs on the album. 
lovely. When is that due for uh, publication? Uh, release, rather? Probably in another uh, two or three weeks. Smashing. Well, if the rest of the tracks on that CD are um, anything like what happened to the UWE, I know it's going to do well. Jesse, thanks so much for chatting to me this evening, and I uh, hope you have a great day. Okay, and you do the same, and don't let it be the last time. Okay? <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> All right, now I'll send you some of the product once I get it together. Oh, okay? that'd be great, yeah. Right. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. It's been wonderful. Okay, man. Thank and you. When you come okay. over, I look forward Bye-bye. to meeting you. All right. Ta-da. What a lovely bloke. Right, I'm going to play out the interview now with um, one of the songs from his forthcoming LP. This is very possibly a world's first play. And what a cracking song it is. It's called What Happened to the Ooey? And then I'm going to tell you where you can buy it. You know, something has changed a little bit in our relationship. The Ooey, the Ooey is not what it used to be. I want to know, where did it go? What happened to the ooey between you and the sweet sexy ooey? I want to know the hot and spicy ooey between
straight to that. Into just timeless Jesse James. And uh, we're expecting that to be out next month. So sometime in October, that song will be um, on the shelves, metaphorically speaking, available for download and streaming at all the usual sites. And also possibly for sale in hard copy, uh, not vinyl, <laughs> and, um, CD maybe, at uh, gunsmokejessejames.com. That's gunsmokejessejames.com. Got another great song from Jesse. Uh, in the second hour of the show, right now, though, we've got We The People. song from Lion Records out of Hollywood there's We The People from 1973 making my daydream real here on the 70s soul funk and disco show Dorothy Morrison keeps us in uh, Los Angeles in just a moment right now we'll go over to um 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, to a bit of Philadelphia for Anthony White. How this man can make such quality music and only ever release one LP is completely beyond me. If anybody can shed their light on it, please put me out of my misery. AD at shinyl.co.uk, S-H-I-N-Y-L.co.uk. Right now, this is an album only song called Stop and Think It Over.
such a sucker for a soulful female vocal you know and there Dorothy Morrison from 1975 recording on Marvin Holmes's uh, Brown Door Records I can't go without you I'm Eddie Crampton this is two hours of 70s soul funk and disco and I apologise now if you live in the vicinity of the studio because I am going to have such a sing-along to this next record
Jackson with an admirable version of uh, a song originally by D. Irwin. Of course, I only get this feeling right here on the 70s soul, funk and disco show. I'm Eddie Crampton. Don't forget we've got another song to come from uh, tonight's featured artist and telephone interviewee, Mr. Jesse James. That'll be around 20 past the hour. And then we've got uh, previously unreleased music that's about to come out on North Broad Street Records from the Love Masters you can hear in about half an hour's time. Right now, though, we've got music from Millie Jackson from Dawn and Bruce Street, but first the master that was Luther Vandross. I thought that it was all a lie 
rare dip into the 80s here on the 70s Soul Funk and Disco Show, but I've been singing that song all day, I just can't get it out of my head. So there we go. Maybe that'll expunge it, if that's the word. 1983, Dawn and Street. if you come with me. Um, now then, I've got music from New York City in just a moment. New New Jersey as well, but right now let's go down to, uh, to the swamps. <laughs> the lovely Millie Jackson with a take on Benny Lattimore's Something About You.
Gainer uh, from um, New, New Jersey, I believe. 
and this love affair from 1978 right next song up is uh, the third song from tonight's featured artist and of course our celebrity guest for the evening Jesse James with a song that he actually wrote but didn't release until 2012 Sharon Ridley got in first and made a great job of it but when you hear this well you tell me what you think
Jesse James from 2012. Well, actually, it wasn't. It was 1974, five, as we heard in the interview earlier on today. But um, how could that go unreleased? Dear, oh dear. The only way of catching a copy of that is uh, on the Soul Junction LP called Let Me Show You that came out in 2012. It was a limited press, so I think you're only going to be able to get that second hand. But uh, keep your eye out for it because it's full of gold. It really is wonderful. Don't forget, we've still got that previously unreleased music from um, North Broad Street Records. Coming up in about 20 minutes' time right now, though, over to New York City for a a bunch of Krishna monks, as I understand it. This is a J-O-B orchestra, spelt wrong, and I don't want that illusion. Go away, girl. I don't want that illusion. No, I'm not in love, I'm not in love. I don't want that illusion.
Bunny and the Bees from 1970. Do you know they originally recorded as the Yum Yums? Yeah, featuring Cassandra Wotton, who went on to uh, be in the Ritchie family, of course, former interviewee on this very show. Lovely, lovely lady as well. Now then, talking to lovely ladies and former interviewees, birthday girl Barbara Jean English. It was a birthday this week, and this is a belter from 72. Come on in, here's the door I saw a sparrow get high 
just a little bit freer than I down here on the ground. When people try to give you the run around, get your game up tight. And if you must just take your secrets underground, politicians try to speak you. Color watchers, they'll try to teach you. You get lost in the stack, that's okay, come on back. I'd be the last to lie that I'm just an average guy. And every little bit of the fly is just a little bit freer than I. Man Jerry Butler with the original version of a song written by Terry Callier. Yeah, Terry wrote it uh, for Jerry Butler <laughs> and then decided to bring it out himself a year later. Everybody knows the Terry Callier version, but um, have you heard that one before? Great song. Mm, I think Terry's edges it myself, but I tell you what, great song. Ordinary Joe, Jerry Butler from 1970. I'm Eddie Crampton. This is two hours of 70s soul, funk and disco. Next song up is uh, the next release coming out of North Broad Street Records. It's a previously unreleased track from the Love Masters. And um, have a listen, then I'll tell you where you can buy it.
previously unreleased material from the Love Masters. That's called If You See Kate, and it's available now on North Broad Street Records. That's northbroadstreet.co.uk. It's a limited press and uh, an even smaller number of um, test pressings available. I think there's about 50 test pressings. So uh, if you want that on a white label, you need to be getting in quick. Uh, if you want to saw, you need to be getting in quick, don't you? I'm Eddie Crampton. This is two hours of 70s soul, funk and disco. Um, got 24 karat gold and Bobby Cutchins in just a moment right now. I'm not a massive James Brown fan, but usually on each album, there's an absolute pearl of this is one such record. Taken from the 1974 album Hell, it's called Lost Someone. <laughs>
I'm feeling a bit guilty now because I've been putting him down, but that song's really quite nice, isn't it? Yeah, James Brown and Lost Someone, taken from the 1974 album called Hell. I'm Eddie Crampton, and I'm really rather excited. It's only uh, a short time now before I go away for my long weekend at the Vauxhall Holy Park at uh, Great Yarmouth. I used to go there for Soul Weekenders back in the late 80s, early 90s, and um, it's going to be a really nice return because that's exactly what I'm doing over the 23rd to the 26th of September. This time I'm going to see Gene Kahn, Shirley Jones and Shack Attack, all of whom I've interviewed, so that's going to be great. Catch up with the guys, maybe go out for a coffee, and um, even if I don't, it's just going to be a lovely weekend. So looking forward to these music weekends. There are still places available, walk-on passes, admittedly, there's no on-site accommodation left, but there are walk-on passes uh, available so uh, they're very affordable as well just get yourself some accommodation in town same as i have and they've even provided a shuttle bus to get into the venue and take you back home again can't say fairer than that so uh, just google great yarmouth soul weekender at the Vauxhall holiday park and all will become nicely apparent now then i've got bobby cutchins in just a moment right now though just just dipping into 1980 a smidgen this is 24 karat gold and what does the future hold
bounces along that song doesn't it bobby cutchins from 77 and i did it again got robert cotter in a moment of course former interviewee and uh, former member of the big apple band who went on to become chic with bernard edwards and um uh, Nile Rogers, of course. Well, he's going to be playing the original version of Saturday to take us to the top of the hour and the end of the show. Right now, though, a great song from the Hamilton Movement. She's gone. Whatever you're doing this week, wherever you're going, be good, play nice, and remember, don't touch that dial. So much more great music coming straight after this. You know, life is a funny, funny thing. You know, everybody believes that love. 
love is all about money. But you know I'm a strong believer that love, true love is from the heart, from the soul. Yeah. 
powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 